Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, if you're a fan of crosswords, you may have noticed that the people who set them use pseudonyms. For instance, in the UK, there's Paul in The Guardian, Mara in The Times, Dada in The Telegraph and Punk in The Independent. They are actually all the same person. John Halpern is the most published crossword setter in the UK. Good afternoon, John. Hello, how are you? Not too bad. How do you get to be a crossword setter? I assume there isn't a course you go and do or anything. Uh, Not really. I have done courses um, if if you really want to do that, and I kind of give tuition on it. But, um, yeah, I I used to solve um, when I was a kid, and I just kind of fell in love with it. And one day I just thought, I want to be one of these. So it wasn't really a course. I just shut myself in a room for about two years and just practiced writing clues over and over again. Um, I just hopefully improved doing that and then uh, wrote off to The Guardian and many, many years later, here I am as a crossword setter and it's kind of unusual. <laughs> okay. And so, yeah, you just kind of pitched onto them and they took it and it was a simple... And, and So could you describe the process in the sense of do you design the actual crossword first and then think of the words or how does that all work? Yeah, well, often there's um, there's a number of different words that I, that I really like. I'm con- constantly looking out for them all the time. So I might pick a few of them, um, write them down, and then and then put them in a in a grid, and then fill in the rest of the grid, and then write the clues after that, and then submit to the newspapers. I have obviously a number of different um, bosses at different newspapers, and they all have different styles. Mm. Um, they have to cater for that as well, and the and the you know the politics and all sorts of things. And uh, yeah, it's 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 really good fun. Yeah, uh, so so it, it 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 is the box first, and then the words are the words first, and then the box. Um, it's, it's like I, people that work in different ways, but um, generally people, generally myself and my colleagues fill in a, um, a grid and then work through um, how to write the clues. But when I'm put, putting the words in, I'm already thinking, what can I do with this word? Certain words lend themselves really nicely to a clue. I want a word that has nice letters for an anagram, not to be, you know, Zs and Qs aren't very helpful, things like that. Or I look for a word that's a, that's a word inside a word, like the word colossal is the word loss inside the word coal. Mm. Um, and it gets to the point where you, you just sort of see wordplay in everything you do. I mean, I... When I met my wife, her name is Talene, and she told me her name, and as soon as she said it, I thought, anagram of entail. But I didn't say that, because that would be <laughs> kind of weird. Right? <laughs> um, it's, it's there all the time. So you ask a normal question, like, where's that from? And she says, um, it's from Armenia. And you think, well, it's the word men inside the word aria, but you don't say that either. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, so yes, I see. Well, yeah, I suppose you kind of get stuck here, because you're thinking about that uh, all the time. Do you also have to keep some sort of note so as not to use uh, use the same words all the time? Now, obviously, you're going to have to inevitably, but, but, but you know, you say, oh, last week I used those four words. So are you keeping a kind of tally there? Yeah, well, we do have a, um, a, a database that we, we check on. It's some, something, something in the mind triggers um, something anyway. If I feel like I've written um, a clue for that word in the last couple of years, I'll just naturally think of it i don't know why but my um memory gets that back that far but you can actually check on the database and go oh yeah i wrote that two years ago and perhaps i won't use that word um for another couple of years or whatever yeah so yeah how do you uh rate what's a difficult because as i understand it mostly you do kind of the more cryptic ones but you also do sometimes the easier ones so how do you how do you judge what's the difference between an easy clue or a difficult clue um, gosh, um, well, 
the, I kind of think about the whole um, picture of the whole crossword, really, and I'm trying to put a couple of easier ones in um, to get you started, and then and then there might be some more difficult ones uh, later. But some some clues are a little less complicated than others. But for those of your listeners who've never done a cryptic crossword before, I mean, this might sound really complicated, but it's it's it sort of has one move to it. I can I can throw a clue at you. I won't expect you to solve it or anything. I'll no, just tell I... you the straight away. That... <laughs> I don't want to put the pressure on you, but it's kind of like a cryptic clue is something like Italian city where planes diverted. Six letters. And a normal crossword, you might be looking at a, it might say, well, there's just a definition, it will say Italian city, and you have to find Naples. Right, yeah. But here, it's where planes are diverted. What diverted is telling you to sort of change the letters around. So you change the letters of planes around and you get your Italian city, which is Naples. So Italian city where planes kind of diverted, ah, they're sent right. a different way. So you get, it, it, it's, that's, that's kind of, pe- people like um, looking for an anagram, and if you know how to solve an anagram clue, which is kind of look for a word where, which might suggest that I'm, trying to change things, it might be a word like changed or destroyed or moved around, something like that, then that's a way in for uh, rookie solvers to have a look and try and I'll go, okay, that looks like an anagram clue, then maybe I have to jump with these letters up to find the answer. So yeah. usually four or five out of 30 of those sorts of anagram um, clues in a puzzle. So that's kind of a nice way in. Yeah, I've sat on trains. I like, I guess we have a system yeah. here called the DART, which is like the local, you know, uh, train service. Uh, and I take the dart in every day and I've sat on the dart and I've seen people do crosswords and then like fling the newspaper across the train uh, with, with a stream of invective following it. Do you get hate at all? Do you get hate mail from people? I, I do. And I have met people. I have sat next to people on trains doing my puzzle and had to, had to kind of say something. But um, I did actually have to have someone say, just look straight at me in the, <laughs> me in the eyes and say, I hate you. And <laughs> <laughs> kind of run from, the, run from the train screaming. There's, there's, there's a very fine line between love and hate, I think. <laughs> but you I are. People, you're like a heroin yeah. dealer in a way, you know, because it, uh, they can't stop doing it. <laughs> kind of. It, it is very, it is very dignity, but in a, in a better way than that. Um, but it's, it, it does. It, my job is to lose the game, so I want you to feel clever. However, if you, you know, if I beaten you and you can't do it it does it's people do get disgusted by that because they want to win yes of course to lose to you yeah and have you feel good yeah john thanks william for speaking with us today uh that was john halpern there uh crossword setter for the guardian the times and the telegraph moncrief weekdays at 2 p.m with Anna glaze on news talk